we will discuss about societal influences on hiv aids transmission and prevention every individual whether child youth or adult or a medical professional apparently adopts a certain behavior of his her own free will they are under social influence of the family the community and the larger society regional national and international of which they have been part from the time of their birth the hiv transmitting activities are such that there is some degree of risky behavior in all societies some societal factors lead to increase in hiv transmitting behavior while other may reduce the hiv transmission in a population preventing the spread of hiv can therefore be done on a large scale by strengthening the letter and countering the former for instance in india where data shows that people engaging in multiple partner sex outside marriage prevention strategies must be targeted at making that form of behavior safe from hiv but just as important or maybe even more is the task of ensuring that the majority do not change behavior to adopt risky practices for both we must understand what decides behavior patterns the social influences that influence their behavior pattern and how they act let's see about societal influence on sexual behavior patterns so here we will discuss only heterosexual activities as it is the major mode of sexual transmission in india however the basic point highlighted through this section is applicable to all kinds of behaviors sexual and otherwise biological differences set the male and female apart and survival of the species requires that they interact with each other for reproduction thus sex and sexual activities are ordinary ordained by nature the elements of pleasure and satisfaction of a natural urge are part of this biological phenomena However, sexual behaviors are socially constructed similar to other ways of fulfilling other natural urges example the variety of food patterns for satisfying the basic urge of hunger. The societal influence on sexual behavior pattern is clearly demonstrated by data from different countries and between social groups within a country. An analysis of Indian studies involving the youth indicates that about 20% males have had sexual experience vishwa deepak 1998 in the usa it is the reverse that is 20 to 30% have not been sexually active while 70 to 80% have had sexual experience among university students in bangkok this figure for the sexually experienced was about 65% both in india and us studies the partners were stated to be predominantly friends relatives and acquaintances while in the thai context it was csws for about 2/3 of sexually active males among adolescent girls 5% of the university students seem to have had premarital sexual intercourse with a friend relative or fiance starting at an average age of 17 years rakesh 1980 basu 1994 ccm aims 
Most often, these are limited occasional encounters. In the USA, 10% of all adolescent females have teenage pregnancy outside marriage. In Sweden, 50% of 18 years old girls were sexually active and about half of them reported multiple partners and regular partners. Sexual activities among Indian women with their fiancés continue into marriage and therefore remain part of the monogamous relationship of adolescent females. As a whole, sexual activities commences with marriage where the median age at effective marriage is 19.6 years. With 50% of females being married before this age, 17% of all females aged 13 to 19 years have conceived and are pregnant or mothers. These differences are epidemiologically extremely significant. Statistical epidemiological models for generating projections of the future epidemic have used the following factors. Isham 1988, May and Anderson 1987, Scalf 1990. First, the average number of partners per unit time. Second, the average rate of acquiring new partners. Third, the distribution of partners change in the population. And fourth, the pattern of partner choice and inter- interaction between members of different sexual behavior groups. Example, between those who visit CSWs and their other partners. However, any interaction between two persons is also a social phenomenon and sexual relationships are no different. Reproduction and economic system As human societies evolved, reproduction has been linked to property rights, occupation, etc. and thus to production and economic system. Institutions of family and community developed within socially determined structures. These institutions were necessary to circumscribe childbearing, childcare and human power provided by a new generation. Thus, a different production system developed, so did social structures. Among the hunter-gatherers of food who lived as vendoring tribes with shared production and shared child wealth and community was the central social structure. With shared production and shared child wealth, the community was the central social structure. As the society evolved and became more stable and economic systems changed. As more stable agriculture, artisans and trading based economic systems, property and the joint family were more important. Modern industrialization and its economic system de-link human labor from production. Labor is treated as a commodity and leads to commoditization of labor. Labor is alienated from the produce and the value of number of hands within the family decreased. The available human labor exceeded demand for it. Childbearing lost its value in such societies. Social mechanisms for regulating sexual relationships change accordingly. They are less rigid in the first situation as compared to the second. In the third, they again became weaker than in the second as sexuality is delinked from fertility. Social norms. Structuring of society also resulted in defining different, differing roles for men and women in spheres other than reproduction and assigning a lower status to the women. Stereotype images of desirable masculine and feminine characteristics were created. Sexual urges of male were considered legitimate and natural. 
sexual urges of the females were considered passive and therefore to be only objects for satisfaction of male desires sexual behavior of one person impinges physically mentally and emotionally upon the other who is involved as both are part of a social setting it affects the families and communities of which they are members therefore for the well being of all members certain institutions with set codes and rules are developed by societies the institutions of marriage and family are supposed to safeguard the interest of women in a sexual relationship it ensures that she is not left bearing the burden of bringing up of the children while the husband moves to relationships with other women the superior social status of men however converts the institution into a means of control over women more than over the men the rules are most stringently applied for the women while men's relationships with more than one woman are more easily condoned whether in institutionalized forms as multiple wives or as extramarital relationships interaction between two persons is affected by power relations between the two individuals example between men and women prostitute and client employer and employee and between the social groups they come from caste class rank cultural and religious influence culture reflects the social striving for the well-being of all social values ethics and norms are adopted as checks to the un restrained exercise of power by the powerful however they can also serve to maintain the unequal power equations in society religion represents social value and provides ways of putting them into practice all religions promote social responsibility and self restraint they are therefore conducive to enhancing levels of responsible sexual behaviors according to berelson and steiner 1964 in the united states the more devout people both men and women but especially the latter being sexual activities begin sexual activities at a later age and engage in them less frequently and more conservatively kinsey et al 1948 in their study of sexual activities found that people who did practice religion had more conservative sexual activities than people who did not practice religion thus religion can play an important role in preventing risky sexual behavior and strengthening social responsibility towards the behavior however misuse of religion's power in society example by reinforcing social hierarchies such as of men over women or by stigmatizing a hiv positive person as sinful is negative influence that religion can have control of hiv transmission marriage family and community are also structures that bind the individual to a collective good they may curb some individual freedoms even while they create conditions for pursuing commonly accepted goals and certain level of substances sustenance for all members marriage provides security to the women it also tends to reinforce her inferior social status thereby leaving her open to the whims of fancies of her husband forced to abide by his decisions and desires as a varied form of social structuring across the world and in indian society itself show despite the same biological core forms of marriage and family are not nature's creation but culturally developed members of a society naturally imbibe 
the social values and forms of behavior as they grow and interact with others within their society socialization is the process whereby the infant gradually becomes a self-aware knowledgeable person skilled in the ways of culture into which she or he is born while this process of cultural learning is much more intense in infancy and childhood it continues throughout the life it changes with the individual's biology and social roles from child to adolescent adolescent to adult and from adult to old age as societal conditions change or individual migrates to a different social context resocialization can occur especially under conditions of stress resocialization people's personality values and outlook are never simply fixed but also in relation to their experience through the life cycle in some conditions adult individuals may experience resocialization marked by the disruption of previously accepted values and patterns of behavior followed by the adoption of radically different ones the group or social context within which significant process of socialization occur have been called agencies of socialization socializing agencies in all cultures the family is the main socializing agency of the child during infancy but at later stages of an individual's life many other socializing agencies come into the play the family children pick up ways of behavior characteristics of their parents or others in the neighborhood or community varying pattern of child rearing and disciplines together with contrasting values and expectations are found in different societies parents are able in varying degrees to enforce codes of conduct upon their children schools schooling is a formal process there is a definite curriculum of subject studies yet schools are agencies of socialization in more subtle respect too alongside the formal curriculum there is what some sociologists have called a children curriculum conditioning and children's learning the social stereotype image of male and female roles of their relationship are often communicated through the textbooks and the different behavior codes for boys and girls students peer group relationships another socializing agency is the peer group peer group are friendship groups of similar age in peers group a child discovers a different context of interaction within which rules of conduct can be tested out and explored peer relationships often remain important throughout a person's life particularly in areas in which there is not much mobility individuals may be members of the same informal clique or keep the same groups of friends for most or all of their lives even where they do not peer relations are likely to have a significant impact beyond childhood and adolescence mass media there are few societies in current times which remain completely untouched by the mass media a vast amount of research work has been carried out trying to analyze the influence of particular television programs or types of programs on the attitude of children and adults most of this research is not conclusive it is still not agreed for example how far the portrayal of violence promotes aggressive behavior among children but it cannot be doubted that the media profoundly influence people's attitude and outlooks they convey a whole variety of information that individuals would not otherwise acquire newspapers books radio television films recorded music and popular magazines 
bring people into close contact with experiences of which they would otherwise have little awareness social socialization and individual freedom the cultural setting in which people are born and come to maturity influence their behavior behavior it might appear that they are robbed of any individuality or free will they might seem to be merely stamped into preset molds which society has prepared for them but such a view is fundamentally mistaken the fact that from birth to death we are involved in interaction with other certainly conditions personalities the values we hold and the behavior in which we engage yet socialization is also at the origin of our very individuality a sense of self identity and the capacity for independent thoughts and action this point is easily illustrated by the example of learning language none of us invented the language we learn as a child and we are all constrained by fixed rules of linguistic usage at the same time however understanding a language is one of the basic factors making possible our self awareness and creativity the contemporary context with this broad understanding of how human behavior is shaped we can examine what societal phenomenon is the in the present times are leading to behaviors which can transit hiv at a high rate as we have seen socio economic and cultural factors play an important role in shaping the material social psychological basis of behavior